Uh-oh, it's a Margell party, and guess what? You're invited. Welcome to episode 13, the Bar Mitzvah episode. In this much-anticipated episode, we are going to be talking about my four chickens for the whole episode. By the way, over the years of social media, since it came out when I was a young lad, I posted a lot of crazy things. Can I be honest? Nothing has ever got so many responses, so much love, so many giggles, so many avid followers than the chickens. Who would have thunk it? Honestly, it's bananas. Four little white birds clucking and mucking and pecking all the grass in the yard. So much love. Low key, people love chickens. Captain Kaplan, you never disappoint. Sneaking a little. I love that, man. What a little Easter egg, bud. <laughs> I think I'm losing it. It's official. We're working on air between the ears. The brain cells have disappeared. No mas. In today's episode, we're going to cover all things chickens. What do I do to take care of the birds? What do I feed them? How much shit are we talking? How many eggs are we getting? Have any of them run away? There's so many things to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. But for now, pour up a drink, take a seat, relax. We are about to get into it. <laughs> man, why did you throw a chicken sound into there, man? You're crazy, Avi, man. Captain Kaplan, come on, man. So let's kick things off on a little bit of a somber note. We got a visit today from the city inspector, rang the doorbell. I was in a Zoom meeting. My wife comes running out. Jonathan, the inspector is here. Holy shit, this is the end of the birds. I immediately got off the meeting. I was pacing around. I'm like, I'm coming out. She's like, don't come out. You're going to screw it up. So I stayed inside in suspense. It was okay. It was okay. So we found out chickens are officially allowed in the bylaws in Westmount. It's actually okay. Everything checked out. The cage was clean. Things look good. We're storing the food inside, the garbage inside. Not that bad. Not that bad at all. We really got away with one. We've officially bought ourselves some more time with the Margell 4. Very exciting news. But if I was a neighbor and I was being a bad neighbor to someone who had unlimited chicken eggs to throw, watch out, buddy. Gonna be some eggs flying over there through the sky, but kidding. Or am I not? Actually, my colleague Jessica gave me a sick idea today. She's like, you know what? You want to get back at her? Why don't you leave a little basket with some eggs courtesy of Margell Farms? Actually, not the worst idea. Thinking about doing it. Don't really want to make enemies. But if you threaten my birds for one second, you're done. You're out of the books. We're talking payback now. We've had the chickens for about four weeks now. What an adventure. What a zoo. We've gone from being scared that the birds were infertile, they weren't producing any eggs. 
the lady at the Meunerie where we bought them, she said, you know what? It takes a little bit of time for them to get comfortable with their new environment. Don't expect any eggs for a week, 10 days, something like that. She was right. Couple weeks in, we started getting some eggs. It all started with one. Then we started getting a couple. And I would say right now we're averaging somewhere between two and a half to three eggs a week. We've never had all four birds lay an egg in the same day. Actually, I found out recently that it's it's one egg per bird per day max. I'm not complaining with three eggs. They're delicious. We've been cooking them on the stove. We've been cooking them on the side schmutz on the barbecue with a little bit of butter, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, a little gentile olive oil. Feel good. We had a big run-in with a couple angry raccoons. I think that problem's solved now. That's a whole other adventure. We installed a camera in the chicken coop day one. So every morning when I wake up, first thing, go on Nest, scroll up and down all the movement from the night prior and just see what's going on. Often it's a little spider crawling up and down, never really anything. But then there was a point in time where the Westmount raccoons figured out, hey, hey, buddy, let's go check out the uh, these birds over here and eat their food and try and kill them. So that was a whole thing. I mean, there was a night that a pack of raccoons were coming, two, three, four, five raccoons deep, scratching the cage, trying to dig a tunnel under. We had to reinforce it with some chicken wire to scratch their little raccoon paws so they can get away from the birds. I mean, it was a huge thing. We called the exterminator. We put in a cage. We immediately caught a raccoon. She came the next day. She picked it up. She brought it to Laval. She brought another cage. We caught another raccoon. She came. She picked it up. We brought it to Laval. Guess what? The third night, we caught a fucking skunk. The skunk came in. I didn't want anything to do with the skunk. I thought it was going to spritz me, so we didn't go anywhere near it for the whole day. The lady came back. She threw a little tarp onto the skunker. She carried it away slowly in the back of her pickup truck, gave us another cage. She suggested that we should put an egg. That's what the raccoons really wanted. So we put an egg in the cage that's there today. Guess what? Haven't seen a raccoon in a few nights, probably three, four nights in a row now. I think we scared them off. It's too bad we couldn't reunite them all in the hilly brush of Laval. But you know what? Who cares? You mess with the birds, you mess with the big dog. You know what I mean, bud? It's such an unbelievable feeling, two weeks after getting the chickens, to go with my son, walk up to the cage, we pop open the little egg mailbox. Daddy, daddy, we have eggs, we have eggs. Wow, we run into the house. Mommy, 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 we got eggs, we got eggs. We wash some of the muck off and then put them in the little egg carousel right next to the stovetop. And we get to eat them and they're so good. And it's such a buzz to just have these birds that you're taking care of and they're popping out eggs like it's their job and they're feeding the family little delicious breakfast. We tried putting caviar on them one day. We tried doing some Gordon Ramsay, the perfect scrambled eggs another day. We've been giving them away to guests and family members that come by to say, what's up? It's a nice little token of our gratitude. I actually cooked them on the barbecue the other day. We have like a little side burner, put them in a little pot, stir them up for 60 seconds, threw in some chives. Really, really good, actually. 
It's amazing. We have the pet and they're feeding us. And my son is learning where food comes from and that it's not easy. And hopefully he stops wasting food. Literally told him, I'm like, okay, think about how long it takes to get one egg. We had to wait two weeks. We get the egg. We wash the egg. It's a whole thing. When you're eating your spaghetti and throwing it in the garbage because you don't want to finish it, that's a waste of food. Somebody spent a lot of time making the spaghetti, boiling the spaghetti, making the pasta sauce, putting it all together, and you're a little snob for throwing it away. There's people that are starving. And honestly, I think the whole thing is a great lesson. He understands now where food comes from and to appreciate it. Lesson given. Let me walk you all through my routine every day. Actually, it's not that hard to take care of them. It's really not a big deal. So the day starts when my wife wakes up with the baby, 6, 6.30. She trots outside. She opens up the little gate and all the chickens run out of the coop. They're all excited. They're stretching their legs. They start pecking at the seeds and the grub starts sipping on the water. They're super happy. They're clucking. And then she goes back inside and and takes care of the kids. (laughs) And then I wake up. First thing that I'm doing, I'm on Nest. I'm scrolling through. Holy shit, Ella. There's raccoons and and they almost killed the birds. They almost got them. Freaking out, scrolling up, scrolling down, seeing what's going on outside the cage, around the cage. Like a, like a sheriff on patrol. Generally, it's been okay. Nothing bad has happened, thank God. You know, they're sleeping. They don't even know what's going on. It's all good. So I take a quick look at all the movement, all the noise. Just make sure everything's kosher. Stroll downstairs. Good morning. How you doing, family? I love you. How are the chickens? They're good. They're happy. Fantastic. Then I'm going to go outside, put on my camouflage Crocs, walk up to the cage with my little... Home Depot bucket of bird food, open up the locks from the cage, give them a little twist, open the door, all the chickens run away because they don't want me to get anywhere near them, take a couple shovels, sprinkle some food, take out their little watering things, bring them up to the hose, spritz them down, clean all the mud out, give them some fresh cold water to drink on, make sure everything's fresh, everything's good, put them back. People keep asking me, yeah, bro, you're just cleaning chicken shit all day. Wrong. Actually, not that bad. Not that bad at all. Once a week, usually on Mondays, I'll open up their little coop. I'll slip out the poop drawer. I'll scrape it with a little scraper. Put all the shit in the garbage. There's two nests in there. Pre-made nests that we bought on Amazon. Take them out. Put in some fresh ones. Things are clean. They have food. They have water. It's legit. We're good. So if you break it down, A, really it doesn't take that much of my time. Whatever time it takes, it's a pleasure. It's fun. It's something to do. It's not a big deal. I'll run out a couple times a day. Usually they drop eggs somewhere between 11 and 1-ish. Maybe we'll get two eggs. Maybe we'll get three eggs. That part is a lot of fun. It's a pleasure. Just The whole thing is really not that big of a deal. They're silent. Everyone says, oh, but the the chickens, they're making so much noise. How do you sleep? Wrong, buddy. That's a rooster. We got hens up in this house. 
We got the lady chickens. You know what? I'll take a second there because a lot of people have been asking me. So let me just spit the facts, the truth. So we have chickens, which could be male or female. We have four female chickens, which are called hens. We do not have male chickens, which are called roosters. There's no chicks. There's no risk of any impregnation, any stumping around. None of that. No mingling with these birds. They're fresh. They're virgins. Nobody has touched these birds. So when there's not a male involved, guess what? There's no potential chick. There's no extra birds that we're going to be expecting to run around the coop. We got a full-blown female-only egg operation. Point final. I will say this, though. The hardest part of the whole operation was getting it set up. Way back when, several months ago, when my business partner Pablo convinced me, let's get the birds, we had a lot of stuff to order. Some of the stuff was Amazon Prime. Some of the stuff was coming from China. So it took time to gather all the chachkas that we needed for the chickens. It all started with the cage. The cage is around 500 bucks. We got a bunch of food, nesting pads, some mealworms, some water jugs, you know, stuff like that. Nothing crazy, a couple dozen dollars here and there. And there's so much more food for a while. Really not a big deal. Not the biggest investment. So at the beginning, we rocked with just the coop purchased on Amazon. It was pretty big. It was more than enough space for four birds. But after a few days, we kind of felt bad. So we bought three dog cages. We ripped apart all the hinges. We put it together with pliers, with all sorts of different tools to kind of make this, this huge extension. We renovated the chicken house. My wife likes to call it the playroom with the mudroom between the coop and the playroom. They happen to shit there a lot. I don't like to shit in my mudroom, but you know, whatever floats the bird's boat. <laughs> and, uh, and, and now the coop is like four or five times bigger. They're, they're running around. They're not quite free range, but you know, it's close to it. They have a lot of space. They're super happy. And it's so interesting to watch them. They're doing the craziest stuff every day. They're digging little holes. They're taking dirt baths to degrease their feathers, all sorts of shenanigans, but it's the best. It's so much fun. It's, they bring such pleasure and joy and entertainment and, and even borderline relaxing having a nice little glass of mulled wine at the end of a long workday, looking at the birds in a couple rocking chairs, rocking back and forth with the wife. So much fun. A big question that I keep getting over and over again, yo, what are you going to do with the birds in the winter? So I have options, but I do have a plan. We did install a heater with a thermostat that will automatically turn on when the temperature is under 20 degrees. But I don't even think it's turned on yet. Nice summer nights, not too bad yet, not too cold. Haven't suffered on the hydro bill yet, you know what I mean? But I do have a friend who's even crazier than me with a nuts farm, Bass Lake Ranch. There's a lot of chickens there. They have a nice indoor chicken enclosure. They're, I'm sure, very comfortable during the winter. So I'm going to drive them down in late November when things are getting a little chilly before the snow starts in Montreal. And we'll take a little trip to Havelock, Ontario. We'll bring a little cage, ship it in the back of Pablo's truck, and we'll, we'll take a little trip 
and we'll drop off the birds. My friend Avi was super nice, very welcoming to the chickens. Yeah, Johnny, bring me the birds. No problem. Pick them up whenever. Don't worry about it. So I'm going to take him up on it. So anyone listening who's curious what I was going to do in the winter when the snow came, don't worry. It's under control. Everything's fine. And we'll pick him up sometime after Passover. So for whatever reason, I'm infatuated with, with trying to handle the birds. I can't stop wanting to just put my arms in, grab a chicken, walk around the backyard, have everyone pet it. But it's not as easy as it sounds. So I've tried probably five, six, seven times to do this. I mean, I eventually get them, but it's a struggle. It's, it's a whole thing. Three times already, I'll open up the little chicken coop to try and grab a bird. And then another bird jumps out and just runs off. The crazy thing is, all three times, they're so dumb, they corner themselves like they can't go anywhere. So I just like calmly go up, I grab it, situation handled. So we've had three runaway chickens. None of them have been lost. We ended up solving it each and every time. Just put them back in the cage. Recently, we actually tagged the different birds. We put some rubber bands of different colors around their legs. That was a whole thing. I mean, it, it took at least an hour and a half, like good luck catching four birds and then holding them down to put these things on. It's way harder than you realize, but we got it done. And the whole reason was I wanted to know which bird was which. Now I know that the one with the red band, very chill, picked her up the other day. She loved being pet and scratched and, and my son and his friend who is here, they were touching her and and just like stroking the feathers. She loved it. She was like kind of snuggling against me. The red bird's the chill bird. That I know. So every time from now on that I, that I feel the need to just stroke a bird, that's the one I'm going for. The other ones stay in the corner. I don't really care. Actually, another time I literally almost lost all four of them. I went in in the morning to clean out their water, give them some fresh food, so I open up the locks, I open up the gates, but I kind of left it kind of on a thread. And then I went to the hose and I was doing their whole water thing. And I turned around, the door was wide open. All four of the birds were staring at me, kind of moving their head from the left to the right. They, were, they, they had wide eyes. You could see that they were thinking, girls, are we making a move? Are we out of here? Everyone runs in a different direction. This fat old farmer is never going to get us. But you know what? Something about it was meant to be. No one even crossed the line. They all ended up staying in the coop. Thank God. I mean, that would have been a video of me chasing four chickens in different directions all alone in the morning. It was fully my fault if it happened, but that would have been such a disaster. Oh my God. Can you imagine the article title in the Westmount Independent local idiot backyard chicken farmer loses all of his birds running wild around the city. I really hope I never see that headline. Oh my God. I mean, considering how quiet the birds are and they don't really do that much, they're super calm. They're really not a big deal. They shouldn't bother anyone. You know, they just hang out. They do their thing. We love them. We look at them. Big, big success so far. Let me tell you about a little trick that Pablo called me up the other day. 
just at the beginning as they started pushing eggs out. He's like, you know what? I did some research on Reddit. I actually read an article that said if you put a golf ball, something hard in the nest, it's going to encourage them not to make caca in the nest and to to use it as, as a place of business to push eggs. So I did it and it actually worked. They stopped going to the bathroom in their nests. We started getting more and more eggs. It's relatively clean now. We don't have to change the nests as much. And there's a couple Callaway Pro V1s in there. Big deal, $1.57 a ball. Who cares? It's nothing. Eggs, bro. Eggs. Couple frivolous chicken expenses. We bought a chicken catcher, which is basically a glorified screwdriver with like a two and a half meter long stick with a little hook at the end that God forbid one runs away. In theory, you go for the chicken catcher and you just give him a little a little hook and yank around the foot. That should stop him in their tracks. Uh, I tried to do it a couple times like within the cage. Honestly, they just step out of it. Probably a big waste of money, but but at least I get to show people, yo, did you see the chicken catcher? And everyone goes, John, man, uh, you lost it. This doesn't make sense. Chicken catcher, man, come on. I also bought chicken helmets on Amazon. We have not received them. It's probably the only item that we have not received to date. I have no idea how I'm going to put these little helmets on the chickens, but I'll find a way. I'll take a stupid picture. It's going to be hilarious. (laughs) Helmets for chickens. I wish I was joking. Actually bought them. Not the best allocation of funds. A lot of people ask me, yo, what do the eggs taste like? Is there a big difference? Honestly, not really. A lot of people before I actually got an egg told me, oh man, farm fresh eggs are so good. They're so delicious. They're velvety. They're fluffy. They're the best. It's an egg. Honestly, it's an egg. It's it's not that different. I mean, they're smaller, but everything else has all the common egg properties that one would expect. They're getting a little bit bigger as time goes on. I actually got this Frankenstein egg it's so big and lumpy and and it, it almost feels like there's an egg inside the egg. It's heavy. It's so lourd. Honestly, I don't even want to crack it. I don't even want to look at it. Maybe I'll throw that one at my neighbor's house. <laughs> We're trying to strengthen the quality of the chicken eggs by feeding the birds oyster shells. They're rich in calcium. They love chewing on the shells and crunching on them. And, and it's supposed to, in theory make the quality and and the the strength of the shells in in their own eggs better. I guess it's working. I'm not sure. It's kind of funny to give them oyster shells here and there, a couple scoops. It's a nice treat for the girls. I don't know if that makes the eggs not kosher, but whatever. Deal with it. So you know what? We've been talking about chickens for quite a while. If you're listening, you obviously love chickens. So thank you for the support. Thank you for rocking with us way longer than most people would would hang out for an episode like this. If you're listening, I guess you're genuinely interested. I'm genuinely interested. It's a hobby of mine now. I can talk about it forever. I'm going to leave it at this for now. There'll be other chicken episodes in the future, but I I think uh, an episode of this length, it's enough about the birds. It's only been a month sure there's going to be many 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 more stories and and fun shenanigans to bring up but for now it's a wrap episode 13 is in the books we're not talking about the birds anymore 
I have been looking forward to talking about the chickens for quite a while. Super happy that I have this platform that I can do so and, and just whatever I'm feeling like, whatever I'm experiencing in my life, whoever I want to call up and start an interview with, I can do. So cool for me to have the podcast and to have the flexibility of just cracking myself up, teaching myself if I want to learn or just having fun. If you are not already, make sure that you're following the podcast on Instagram at Behind the Founder POD. You can check out the podcast wherever podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. If I'm missing something else, let me know and I'll see what I could do. Wishing everyone all the best in the week to come. Looking forward to hopping back on the podcast next week. To be continued, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.